Joe Biden has his head stuck in the sand as the border crisis evolves into a humanitarian, economic, and security disaster. You can hear him muttering, Crisis? What crisis? Shrinks have a name for it. Denialism. It's when a person chooses to deny verifiable reality to avoid an uncomfortable truth. And Biden is a classic case. Faced with an overwhelming number of migrants streaming across our southern border, the newly elected president refuses to recognize that it's a crisis of his own making. He invited them here, and they obliged. Hundreds of thousands of them. Yet he stubbornly refuses to go to the border to see the chaos for himself because, you know, seeing is believing. And that's the last thing Biden wants to do. If he doesn't yank his head out of the sand soon and fix the mess that he created, the term crisis will seem like a trite cliché. Attorney, Fox News legal analyst, and two-time New York Times bestselling author, this is The Brief with Greg Jarrett. You've all helped build MyPillow into the amazing company that it is today. And now Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to my listeners. You can get deep discounts on all MyPillow products if you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the new radio listener specials. I use MyPillow and I am sleeping so much better. And you can get deep discounts on my pillows, the mattress toppers, robes, slippers, I love my new slippers, and so much more. For example, they're bringing back the buy one, get one offer for the Giza Dream Sheets. I wouldn't sleep without them. That's right, buy one set of sheets and get another one absolutely free. Remember, all my pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the new radio listener specials, and get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the buy one, get one free for the Giza Dream Sheets. Enter the promo code GREG, G-R-E-G-G, or GREG, G-R-E-G, or call 1-800-605-8765 for these great radio specials. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Brief. I'm Greg Jarrett. In the mid-1970s, the English rock band Supertramp produced an album called Crisis? What Crisis? On the cover of the album is a guy relaxing in a deck chair under an umbrella, ignoring all the chaos that surrounds him. That's Joe Biden, America's oblivious president. The migrant crisis has spiraled out of control. In the month of February alone, more than 100,000 people tried to enter the U.S. illegally, a 20-year high, up 97% from a year earlier when Donald Trump was in charge. Over 13,000 unaccompanied migrant children are now being held in detention facilities, triple the record high under Trump's presidency. There's no place to put them all. There's not enough food or housing, 
and every hour more and more of them are streaming across our southern border. But Joe Biden says, nothing to see here, there's no crisis. Never mind that coyotes and other human traffickers are making a killing financially and often killing their victims in the process as they try to sneak them into the U.S. in the dark of the night. But in Joe Biden's contorted world, there's no crisis. Never mind that foreign nationals on the terrorist watch list are entering the United States, according to Border Patrol officials. Forget about it. All is well. Put on your Joe Biden happy face. The unadulterated truth is that the crisis is so bad, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA, has been sent in to provide relief. FEMA, understand, handles disasters. It's in their charter. It's in black and white print. But, hey, Biden says it's not a crisis. So, wait a minute. If it's not a crisis, I I guess it's not really a disaster either, despite the need to call in the disaster agency to handle a, well, um, let's see, what's the word for it? Let's call it uh, a situation. Yes, that's it. That's the ticket. It's a situation, a nice, neutral word. And that is precisely what Biden's White House has labeled it, a situation. And they've also called it an issue, a problem, a challenge. But the word crisis, that has been officially banned by the guy in the Oval Office or the basement, or wherever Biden is these days. Nobody really knows, because there's little access to him. Not a single official press conference since his inauguration. Every Biden appearance is carefully choreographed. Like a robot, he reads a prepared script in an oversized teleprompter. The president rarely deviates from the practice words that somebody has written for him, although he often gets lost and confused trying to read it. But he soldiers on, stumbling, fumbling, and mumbling through the appearances. At an event the other day, he couldn't remember the name of the Secretary of Defense. After struggling, he finally gave up and referred to him as, uh, you know, the guy who runs that outfit over there. I bet if you showed Joe Biden a photo lineup card he'd fail to pick out most of his cabinet secretaries. And so it goes. I want to thank the, sec- the, the uh, former general, I keep calling him general, my, my, uh, the guy who runs that outfit over there. The vast majority of economists, left, right, and center, from Wall Street to the, to the private, private uh, 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 economic uh, uh, polling initiatives. Now, am I supposed to speak or is Swathi going to say something? Representatives uh, Shirley Jackson Lee, Al Green, Sylvia Garcia, Lizzie Pinelli, uh, uh, excuse me, Pinnell, and uh, what am I doing here? That um, over 500 niggas have a card. I carry a card with me every day with the total number of folks who have been affected. We believe that speed and efficiency must be matched with fairness and equity. Now, when President Harris and I took uh, a virtual tour of a vaccination center in Arizona not long ago, 
Joe Biden's diminished mental acuity does make you wonder what's really going on, especially when you hear Biden referring to his vice president as President Harris, as he did a few days ago, again. Who's really sitting behind the big desk in the Oval Office? We don't know because normal access has been cut off. The supposed leader of the free world seems not so free himself. He's largely sequestered by his handlers. If reporters dare to intrude with a question during one of his highly produced appearances, they're quickly shoot away like those pesky little flies. The one place Joe Biden will absolutely not venture to is the border. You see, if Biden actually traveled to our southern border, well, that might validate the reality of the burgeoning crisis down there. And that would be an implicit admission that he screwed up, that his rhetoric and policies are the direct cause of the catastrophe. Wouldn't want that to happen. Better to keep your head stuck squarely in the sand and offer up lame excuses that no one really believes, or launch another edition of the blame game, which is what Biden is doing now. He's made a career out of it. He takes credit for other people's work, like Trump's COVID vaccine. Biden blames others for his own mistake. His latest excuse for the border mess is to blame Donald Trump. It makes no sense, of course. It was Trump who reversed course to tighten border security and instituted immigration restrictions. On Trump's watch, the number of illegals crossing the border plummeted. But since Biden took office, the number has skyrocketed. The empirical evidence of it doesn't phase Joe in the least. He's created his own alternative reality, which is what people do when they're afflicted with denialism. They deflect and pretend it's a world of make-believe. This was on full display during Biden's recent interview with ABC's George Stephanopoulos. Let's talk about the crisis at the border. Some heartbreaking scenes down there yeah. right now. And a lot of the migrants coming in saying they're coming in because you promised to make things better. It seems to be getting worse by the day. Was it a mistake not to anticipate this surge? Well, first of all, there was a surge the last two years in, in, in 19 and 20, there was a surge as well. This one might be worse. No, well, it could be. But here's the deal. First of all, the idea that Joe Biden said come because I, I heard the other day that they're, they're coming because they know I'm a nice guy and I won't do they're what Trump did. This. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. They're not. The adults are being sent back, number one. Number two, what do you do with an unaccompanied child that comes to the border? Do you repeat what Trump did? take them from their mothers, to move them away, hold them in cells, etc. Apparently, clueless Joe hasn't seen any of the videotape that the rest of America has been privy to on daily newscasts. Hordes of people at the border wearing Biden t-shirts, thanking him for his invitation to come to the U.S. You can't really blame them. During the campaign, Biden was a consistent champion for open borders. He vowed to end Trump's strict border policies of, you know, following the law. What a concept. 
And Biden also promised he'd stop building the wall. Deportations would end. Asylum seekers would no longer have to wait in Mexico. They'd be allowed in, given a slip of paper, and be sent along their merry way inside the U.S. where they could promptly vanish. A sweetheart deal. Is it any wonder that hundreds of thousands surged to the border? When people in poor countries were told they'll get free health care, free education, amnesty, and a path to citizenship in the richest nation in the world, they dropped everything. They headed north. They know they won't be deported. After all, Biden vowed to end ICE detention. And one of Biden's first acts as president was to resurrect Barack Obama's policy of catch and release. In other words, if aliens get caught during an illegal border crossing, they're released into the U.S. if they promise to return for a hearing. But get this, the average wait for a hearing is two and a half years. It's amazing how easy it is to simply vanish in the vastness of America when you have more than two years to accomplish it. But remember, There's no crisis. Got it? Repeat after me. No crisis. Besides, it's all Donald Trump's fault. Biden says so. And so does Nancy Pelosi. What the administration has inherited is a broken system at the border. Pelosi was actually mimicking what her counterpart in the U.S. Senate said three days earlier. Here's Chuck Schumer. Let me just say this. Joe Biden inherited a huge mess on immigration, and it's not going to be cleaned up in a month. Notice the identical language? It's as if they circulated a memorandum of talking points sent out by the White House pinheads to shift blame from Biden to Trump. Because remember, Trump is the Democrats' boogeyman. If Biden screws up, it's got to be Trump's fault. Everything is Trump's fault. It's the Democrats' default position. When all else fails, blame the demon Trump. Forget that it makes no sense whatsoever. Forget that Trump bequeathed to his successor a strong and effective border security system. Biden then blew it all up, suspended deportations, and created an unparalleled human crisis at the border, a conspicuous calamity. But he doesn't have the courage to admit it. So he decided to lie about it. It's a classic symptom among denialists. They're like members of the Flat Earth Society. They deny that a spherical Earth rotates on its axis and orbits the sun. So to support their stupidity, they just make stuff up and try to peddle it as the truth. Now, none of this should come as much of a surprise to anybody who's ever paid casual attention to Joe Biden's long and ignominious career. As a serial plagiarist, he's always taken credit for other people's work. So, naturally, he's prone to rationalizing his own mistakes by blaming others. It's not just a character flaw, it's a pathological defect. And it must be contagious like a virus, because Pelosi and Schumer have caught it. And so did Biden's new Homeland Security Secretary, Alejandro Mayorkas, an Obama-era retread. It's pretty obvious he received the blame Trump memo since he spewed the same drivel during a recent press briefing. 
Uh, to put it succinctly, the prior administration dismantled our nation's immigration system in its entirety. Biden's press secretary, Jen Psaki, also blamed Trump. She probably wrote the talking points. But then, in a briefing, she slipped up and told the truth, that the border crisis was actually a crisis. Reporters fainted in the press room. EMTs were called in. Alas, it was a momentary lapse into uncommon honesty. The press secretary was quickly escorted from the White House to the woodshed. But even some Democrats aren't buying the pablum that Biden is selling, especially those who represent border districts that are inundated by the swarms of illegals where things have gyrated out of control. Representative Henry Cuellar of Texas criticized Joe Biden's mishandling of the crisis and his adamant refusal to even visit the region. People like Cuellar know exactly what's happening at the border. They've seen it with their own eyes. Biden has not and insists he will not. See no evil in all that. I suppose there's a certain equanimity of being deaf, dumb, and blind. What's remarkable is that Biden won't permit the press to see the thousands of people jammed inside that gigantic holding facility operated by Customs and Border Protection in El Paso, Texas, and elsewhere. Federal officials can go there, Washington lawmakers are allowed, but the media? The media is banished from seeing the thousands of illegals jammed inside there like sardines in a tin can. This by order of the president, who you'll recall promised repeatedly during the campaign that his would be the most honest and transparent administration ever. We knew it was a load of baloney when he said it, and so it's become. What's happening in all of this is that Joe Biden is covering up his failed immigration policies and his own rank incompetence. The Federalist reported the following account of the detention facilities, quote, Lawyers who inspected the place said kids are packed in, sleeping on the floor, unable to shower for four or five days. Up and down the border, federal agents are releasing migrants into the United States who have tested positive for COVID-19, sometimes without notifying local officials. So let's consider where we are here. Joe Biden has been president for all of two months. With record speed, he's managed to drive his presidential train into a colossal wreck at the border. You know you've made a mess of things when the Biden-loving liberal rag run by billionaire Jeff Bezos, the Washington Post, begins to turn on you. The Post is now warning that Biden's mishandling of the border crisis, and, and yes, they actually use that word crisis, is creating a political threat that seriously jeopardizes the stability and future of the Biden presidency. It was a rare moment of candor and clarity for the Washington Post. Now, the greatest beneficiary of Biden's border malfeasance is the Republican Party. He's handed them on a silver platter a compelling issue that will surely resonate with voters in the midterm elections next year. 
Remember, it's a 50-50 tie in the U.S. Senate. Democrats have an ultra-slim majority in the House, so it won't take much for the GOP to regain control of Congress. Donald Trump, among others, knows it. In an interview with my colleague Maria Bartiromo on Fox News Primetime, Trump warned that the massive migrant influx will destroy our country. They're coming in. You take a look. They're coming in from all foreign countries. I see they're coming in now from Yemen. They're coming in from the Middle East. They're coming in from everywhere. They're dropping them off and they're they're pouring into our country. It's a disgrace. They're going to destroy our country if they don't do something about it. It is a crisis like uh, we've rarely had, and certainly we've never had on the border. But it's going to get much worse. I mean, what you're seeing now is very bad, record numbers, but it's going to get much, much worse. The catastrophe at the border was entirely predictable. Biden bowed to the liberals in his party and campaigned on the promise of what is essentially a borderless America. His message was unmistakable. There will be no border. It's gone. Sadly, like most thoughtless politicians, Biden had no plan to handle the inevitable surge in chaos that ensued. That would have required intelligence and just a modicum of foresight. Those are qualities that Biden has never possessed. He's a guy who's always talked before he thinks. That's how he became a one-man gaffe machine. There's a disconnect between his brain and his mouth. And the older he's gotten, the more severe it's become. Biden's reckless rhetoric and precipitous executive orders directly produced the crisis at the border. Yet through willful blindness, he refuses to admit that it's a crisis at all. He won't even travel there to look at the calamity that he caused. A few days ago, a Republican delegation from Washington, led by House GOP leader Kevin McCarthy, went down to the border to witness what's happening there. The security of our nation and our border is first and foremost the responsibility of our president. I came down here because I heard of the crisis. It's more than a crisis. This is a human heartbreak. The sad part about all of this, it didn't have to happen. This crisis is created by the presidential policies of this new administration. There's no other way to claim it than a Biden border crisis. I'm constantly amused and amazed by Joe Biden's hypocrisy. Of course, duplicity is an endemic disease in Washington, but Biden is stricken with a severe case of it. On his first day in office, he shut down construction of Trump's quote-unquote evil border wall. Of course, it wasn't that long ago that Biden voted in favor of a southern barrier just like it. You remember the Secure Fence Act of 2006. Not that Joe would ever remember it, I doubt he does, and the Democrat sycophants known as today's mainstream media, well, they would never want to bring it up because, after all, they're Biden's chief advocates and protectors. Biden has probably set a Washington record for flip-flops. He should be in the Guinness Book of World Records. And the reason is quite simple. Biden has no real convictions, never has other than an abiding dedication to doing whatever is required to advance himself. He's like a chameleon. He'll change his political colors to please whatever group 
can help him the most. He shifts with the prevailing winds, a wet finger always stuck up in the air, testing the direction of the currents. Biden will never change course until the crisis winds at the border reach hurricane strength. And that, by the way, is not far away. Sometime soon, the disaster he has wrought will overwhelm the American people and Biden's presidency. Confidence in his ability to lead will diminish. Voters will begin to reconsider their support with an election for control of Congress just around the corner next year. Now, somebody must have explained all of this somehow to Joe Biden, because in his ABC interview with Stephanopoulos, he tried to backtrack on all his open border rhetoric. Do you have to say quite clearly, don't come? Yes, I can say quite clearly, don't come. And what we're The problem is, it's too late. Migrants relied on Biden's earlier campaign promises and his flurry of executive orders. They headed to the border. A cascade of some 400,000 have already crossed. Even more are poised to do the same thing. They heard and heeded Joe Biden's original message, a moratorium on deportations, reviving catch and release, no more border wall, potential amnesty and a path to citizenship. Meanwhile, Biden sits in the deck chair under an umbrella, ignoring the chaos around him. Maybe a visit to the border would wake up Sleepy Joe to the nightmare of reality that he created. But I doubt it. And that's The Brief. I'm Greg Jarrett. Thanks for joining me.